0: recognize that the holiday season is a time uh, of thanksgiving and gratitude and family but it's also a time um, where um, there's a lot of needs that we're conscious of and aware of so um, we also want you to continue to uh, pray with us as we're moving forward we're still praying for these extra resources to come in towards our building those have been doing so we've seen thousands of dollars come in Uh, extra and but we're still praying and pressing towards an extra hundred thousand dollars towards our building still don't have any building permits or our, our engineer has our plans again every time we think we have them just right there's something wrong and so there's we're going back and forth but at some point we're going to get a building permit and then i'll be able to give you updates and pictures and everything but it would be kind of boring to see the same thing on the inside (laughs) nothing's changing because it can't get so we're we're working towards it but this morning we're going to kick off a new series i love christmas season Uh, i've just always enjoyed the holidays ever since i was a little kid and yes, it started out very selfish. It was that time of year where I could go to my parents with a hit list and go, I want this, and I want this, and I want this. And, and mom and dad were open to, to all of these extra requests, and grandparents, and, and off from school. And it was just a great, great time. And it's just, I've always enjoyed it. And I think that our hearts are open. To the concepts of God's love for us and love for each other, so much so during this time of the year. And uh, how many of you have already watched a bunch of holiday movies? Tons of them. All right. Yes, I have watched Mm -hmm. a lot. (laughs) You're welcome. Yes, thank you. Hello. Of holiday movies. And um, anyways, but all of them have this. This thing in there where that somehow these concepts of love are integrated into it, whether they've completely disconnected from the true Christmas story that we're going to talk about and what it's all about, but never disconnect from love. And so today we're going to be looking over the next five weeks. And if you've been around here for any length of time, you understand I love cheesy puns. So um, you told to understand this series. If, if you hate... Cheesy puns, I'm sorry. You're going to have to deal with it for the next five weeks. I actually know people that, like, bad jokes and cheesiness actually makes them physically nauseous. Is there anybody in here that gets physically nauseous? <laughs> <laughs> Your hand doesn't count. count twice. <laughs> but we're simply calling this series The Way in a Manger. And so, uh, I could not resist the play on words. And uh, and so, uh, as we get into this, I think it'll make a a lot of sense. And uh, if you've got your version app open, we can go ahead and get into this, or your old paper notes, old school notes. Um, Every Christmas, every Christmas, we celebrate this concept that God made a way where there was no way. Anytime we come, especially as Christ followers, as believers, when we begin to come into the Christmas season and we understand the true reason for the season, we understand that it is about Christ and that incredible gift that God gave humanity. That in that, that he was providing the way. When there was no way, there should be a consciousness. It wasn't just this concept that, there was something nice and that we maybe needed that we can add to our life. You and I, as Christ followers, we should have a consciousness that we were completely stuck unless this took place. We were without hope in the world unless God intervened. That there was no way you and I could ever be made right with God. That we can have any hope for the future Unless God stepped in and did something, that He made a way where there was no way. Now, yesterday, it's a little uh, video has been circulating. You may have seen it on Facebook, it being shared or whatnot. And, anyways, there's this pickup that's backing up, kind of hurriedly. And you got, you see two guys in the back of this pickup, and it's from a distance. Whoever's running the camera decided they were going to keep their distance. And so, and you see them backing up to a dumpster. And they're out kind of in a wooded area and they're backing up to a dumpster and you're like, what's going on? And then you see a little movement over in the trees and you realize there's a bear. There's a bear right outside this dumpster. And this this pickup backs up hurriedly to this dumpster. This bear's real skittish and it kind of moves away and then it comes back and this bear's just doing this little dance back and forth. These people in the back of this truck are conscious of this bear and that's why they're in the truck. They're not walking up to this dumpster with a ladder. And they come up and they put the ladder in, and then ooh, the truck gets out of there. And then you wait just a few seconds. You can see from a distance, all of a sudden, here comes one little fur ball up the ladder. All of a sudden, another fur ball. All of a sudden, three little fur balls come out of this big, tall dumpster. And there are these three baby bear cubs that had decided to go get some Thanksgiving leftovers or something and found their way inside of this slick metal dumpster and they were stuck. There was no way that they could get out. Mama was pacing around, the mama bear was there. Somebody had had a wild surprise at some point and discovered that there were some bears when they would go throw something away inside the dumpster and the bears were stuck. Bears were great climbers. Bears can do a lot of things and there was a mama bear who was interested. The mama bear cared But there was no way that these little baby bears were gonna be able to get out unless a way was made and Somebody cared enough to risk it and back up drop the ladder in and get out of the way And provide a way out That is what we are celebrating at Christmas That God made a way. We were stuck. We were without hope in the world. And that God presented Jesus the way for humanity to get out. Luke chapter 2, verse 10 says, But the angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. This is good news Of great joy that's for all of us, for everybody. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. A Savior has been born. That is the good news. That we were stuck. We needed somebody to care. We needed a Savior. And any time we begin to disconnect... From what Christmas is really about We forget the part That he came to save us This is the season Where little kids And older kids And spouses And all sorts of people Begin to share their desires And their needs Some kids might even tell their parents That I want this for Christmas And I can't live without it I just can't live without it I just need this so bad. I just need this. And we all know the truth. That unless their pantry is empty and they're asking for some groceries, um, they can probably live without it. We don't need the newest technology to be able to go along with life. We don't need the, the newest upgrade on whatever to go along with life. They make things better. I'm not against them. My house has them in it. But they're not this thing that we can't live without. And when we come into the holiday season, we need to look and see if God presented us something that's really wonderful and beautiful and need to add to our lives. Or do we look at it that God gave us something that we truly can't live without? God gave us something we could not, we could not have life without Jesus. And this ought to be coming back to our hearts constantly constantly do we think of it as something just nice to have oh it's sweet to have Jesus at the holidays Oh, it's I'm, I'm, it's I'm so glad that I have a relationship with God or is this awareness just this thing this consciousness that unless he did it there was no way no way that I could be right with God and connect with him there was no way unless he made See, the first thing we want to talk about this morning is God gave us the way to him. All religions, all religions are about trying to find a way to God. A way to either appease some God, approach God, or to become God. It's all a way to God. And some place some form some shape it's all there it's there's something that's hardwired with us, in us that when we begin to see our frailties and we begin to see where we our own brokenness we need to find a way to get to God but right? we need to find a way to make it better and last week this just was it, it's amazing how hardwired this is and I saw it with my four-year-old daughter I'm sitting at the dining room table working on my computer. And all of a sudden, I hear my two-year-old daughter scream. I mean, she's a, and it was not an angry scream. It was that 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 pain, hurt scream. And so I began to ask before I even sit there and be able to get there. I wanted to get the information as I'm en route. And, and I know Colin's in there. I said, Colin, what happened? I'm en route. I'm going to come figure this out, what happened. And Colin, who is... My daughter. She's four years old. She's she's my daughter. I'm I'm daddy. I'm daddy. I hear her voice, and the first word she says to me is, Pastor Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> and then her little head peeks out from under her um, um, Pastor Brandon. <laughs> Presley has calmed down, and so I'm around. And I'm like, uh, calling what happened. Well, I, I was in my rocking chair, and I didn't know that Presley's toes were under my chair, and I rocked back, and and I didn't mean to hurt or Pastor Brandon. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm Daddy. I'm Daddy. Why in the world, whenever it was like it. I'm messed up as a dad, that if she wants a little compassion and mercy, that she has to remind me I'm a pastor. Before we get into this, your career could be on the line on how you deal with this.
1: you Pastor Brandon, I want to remind you.
0: I'm like, what on earth? But that thing that she all of a sudden brought this immediate connect with God, we want to bring God into the picture here I'm going to approach you on a religious term Pastor Brandon maybe I'll find some mercy, maybe I'll find some forgiveness so she tells me the story and I'm like, Colin it's okay, it was an accident, she's okay accidents happen accidents happen, thank you <laughs> and she got her little knows that, that was it she got absolved that was all she was concerned about in that moment and when we boil it down all of our religious activity comes from us trying to approach God to make things cool here I just want to be absolved I just want to get my forgiveness I just want to get that But folks, forgiveness was necessary because that place uh, of brought and it broke the relationship. That's what God cared about. The biggest thing about forgiveness isn't the fact that we're forgiven. It's the fact that the relationship is fixed and we can be connected again. We can talk. We can have interaction. We don't have this big looming thing over our heads anymore. Am I okay with you? Are you okay with me? It's done. It's fixed. We're able to put that behind us and have the relationship. That is what Christmas is about. That God loved you so much that he didn't want anything standing in the way of his relationship with you. Immediately, is on the backside of that story I began to go why in the world my four year old why would she cry out Pastor Brandon instead of Dad? see when Jesus wanted to take the religious mess out of it he taught his disciples how to pray and it was revolutionary and he didn't say approach and say oh incredible creator of everything God of the universe. All powerful, almighty. And all of that is true, true, true. But he didn't say have that in mind. He said, when you come, you speak, you pray, you say, Father. It's about relationship. It's about that you love me. It's about that you choose me, that you want me. That when I was still in my selfishness and I couldn't do much for you, you just poured out and you poured out and you poured out. One day I have an awakening and I begin to love you back a little bit, not because of what you can do for me, but just because I love you. See, it's about relationship. It's about us being able to be reconnected. John 14, 6 says, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to God of the universe. No one comes to the great Jehovah. No one comes to creator of all. The most powerful, the most high. Almighty. Almighty say that he said no one comes to the father that is his title that is indicative of relationship that when the, for the relationship to be restored for it to be what it's supposed to be I'm the way that's why I've come you come and you come through me that is it as we are in this holiday season, let us be conscious. Let us be aware that, yes, we needed a Savior, but why did we need a Savior? We needed a Savior so that the relationship could be brought back together. So that He can speak to your heart and, and you can openly share with Him without all of this religious trappings and fear and all of this pomp and circumstance. And we just... Boldly approach the throne of grace, where we can find help in our time of need. I mean, I can go to God when I don't have all my junk together. Yes, absolutely. Says, if you really know me, you will know the Father as well. From now on, you know Him and have seen Him. Why does Jesus say that so emphatically? Because they've seen Jesus. Do so you want to understand Father God? Understand me. You've seen how I interact. You see what I'm about. Now you have a clear picture of who Father God is. See Matthew 21.9 later on at the end of Jesus' ministry. As he is coming in and he he has what is referred to as the triumphal entry which was prophesied about him being Messiah. Then this is how the crowds respond. It says the crowds went ahead of him and those that followed shouted Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest! And Hosanna sent to me say from the angels declaring that he's a savior till finally on the triumphal entry that there are huma- humanity has begun to recognize that God has sent the savior that is our understanding from start to finish is that he has come to be able to bring us life to Jesus it's not just the way to the Father. Jesus is the way out of sin and death. The reason we needed a Savior is because the sin and death issue was our life. That was where you and I started. We didn't somehow in, start out and, and, and end up there, that we come to God understanding that this has already wreaked havoc on our lives, and we have an awareness of this. I'm about to read a passage of Scripture, and anytime you begin to read it, it's good for you to know some some context and some knowledge. See, Matthew is written to a primarily Jewish audience. Mark is written to a primarily non-Jewish, a Gentile audience. Luke is written, honestly, to a bunch of Christ followers, a bunch of people who are pursuing that. And John is written with this open expression, pretty much just as a... To whosoever kind of a message is written without a specific <clears throat> targeted audience in mind and so here is Matthew's account of of Jesus Jesus's birth and he is sitting there and he has written it specifically to people that have and were brought up in a Jewish mindset okay and I love the way that Matthew begins this part of this in verse 18 he says this is